Hello and welcome back to Evan and Freddy Talk Survivor. I'm Evan. I'm Freddy, and this is our uh, podcast each week where we talk about Australian Survivor. And of course, this week was the big merge week, where merge has finally... Well, not finally, because I still feel like it it came a bit too soon. I know, it just Well, yeah, the off. first two eliminations, uh, we you know, didn't become jury. jury members. Yeah. Actually, no, false, because they're really... Okay, there were three... Technically, there were two eliminations, but there three were people went home. But yeah. three people went home, two of them didn't end up on the jury. So I guess we could say and... only one of the eliminations went on the jury. So I guess now well, we're weren't at there, Weren't there like two merge. eliminations? No, because there was, there was Redemption Rock, man. Oh. God, should we talk about that first? I mean, because, I guess so. It just feels God. a little strange. Okay, it's not that it felt early I was or anything not or that into it shouldn't have been. No, it. it shouldn't have been there at all. No, okay, no. Uh, I don't say that. It just felt weird because it was there for a really short time. Because we saw Chelsea get medivaced. I think there was supposed to be a third person oh, going to yeah. Redemption Rock, right? Yeah. So I guess we would have seen them, like, um, you know, have their challenge at the end of Sunday's episode. But because yeah. Chelsea had to get medivaced, you know, it was just like, it was just there and then it, now it's gone in a week. Like, literally, I feel two like it still would have felt like that because. I don't know. Was it supposed to be three people? I didn't get the vibe that it was supposed to be three people. I always thought, okay, it's going to be two people. They're going to go and do a What's challenge. What's the point of that then? And that's a great question. And that's why I usually wasn't Redemption into the Island, twist you get more people on there, right? And it's like a bigger challenge. And I think they had to adapt to Aus- make it. Australian you know, like survivors, Redemption Islands and Exile Islands and stuff have always been two people. Well, it, we've only really done it a couple a times. There's, yeah, we've only done it a couple times, and it's only ever been two people on that island. To be totally honest with you, I can't actually fully remember what US does with their Redemption Islands, because they haven't done it for yeah. a while, because they've sort of moved on to their um, whole Edge of Extinction shtick, where they have yeah. tons of people on the Edge of Extinction, because they expect people to just give up. Um, it's not what happened here. Yeah. But it just sounds I... weird as well, don't you think? Redemption Rock... I was not into that title at all. Of course, they didn't really have an island. But well, yeah, you can't like, have an island in the middle of Concurry. They can just call it Exile, because that's what it is. They wanted to attach a fun little name to it, but still, that Redemption Rock, the whole concept of it, the twist, the whatever, just ill. Just I'm just going to really say that Monday episode was, was filled with way too many twists. Okay. Yeah, I. The point is, it's like <laughs> Monday's episode was disgraceful. It was. I don't know, they got like so stupid. They just kept throwing new things into it for no reason at all. Yeah, so it's like three immunities. Only you three will have the opportunity to vote, and then JLP went psych. I only said opportunity. Only one of you will only vote. Only one of you get to vote, and it's fire making <laughs> and survival expert Andrew couldn't make a fire so his flint blo- broke right but he also for yeah. some reason didn't put magnesium down but i'm also going to say like I, I think they gave him too much husk or whatever because yeah. there's no way someone should be able to only use that sort of husk that's meant to just kick start the fire and just win because that's what danny did she shaved off a shit ton of magnesium 
lit the husk and then threw all of the rest of the husk she had on top of it and it her, somehow got big enough to you know burn the rope her fire making strategy strategy was very erratic i think it was yeah. very very sort of it was erratic it was hectic it didn't feel like a strategy it felt like it wasn't going to work but she no. made it work and i've got to respect that yeah, but I feel like at that point that fire making was poorly designed because in no survive fire making challenge should someone like fumble around with the sticks to be like, you know, because the whole point is you're trying to build and sustain a fire long enough to burn the rope. But no but point. So we saw Emmett make one pretty quickly, and he yeah had Emmett no made one pretty quickly, and he was going like the legit way through it. But Danny legit tried to build it up, and then was just like shit i can't do this and then just threw everything on top and it worked out and that shouldn't that shouldn't work out it shouldn't but it did and i don't think you can like blame the fire making uh, for that fair enough yeah but i feel like it shouldn't it definitely shouldn't have worked um but it did for her and i guess it's not really poor design it was just sort of luck of the draw i think with her um but also, I'm just really surprised that Andrew couldn't even get anything going. He didn't get a spark. He didn't get the. Well, he he didn't sparks, even get the he just husk couldn't get it to going. light. Yeah, it was considering he's a survival expert. I thought he would have had better luck with it. Well, but he just genuinely, didn't. what I think happened was I think he genuinely just forgot that he had magnesium to use, and didn't use it because we saw him use zero magnesium, and yeah. I'm assuming in his little fire things with the flint and steel, you know, he doesn't have magnesium. Like, you know, yeah. when you go on a camping trip, you're not bearing a massive, like, chunk of magnesium. True, true. Um, but they give true. that to them in the fire-making challenges so they don't take forever trying to start the fire, which Andrew was doing. Yeah. Because Emmett used magnesium. He got his going very easily. You know, yeah. Danny almost created a magnesium explosion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think Danny's fire-making was so weird, but it worked out for her. And of course we saw Emmett get his fire going. I just, no matter what materials were on offer, I'm just surprised, I'm just surprised that survival expert Andrew couldn't get anything going. It just felt so weird. I don't know, maybe an off day for him, but I feel like he's been having a lot of off days recently because we haven't seen a whole lot of him. Uh, yeah, well, he's just been kind of... Well, he almost beat Emmett in that first sort of individual immunity challenge, and that's sort of yeah. like, I don't know. And then he, you know, won, well, he came second in that second one, but that still won him immunity and the opportunity to vote. Uh, we haven't seen a lot of people, really. Yeah. I mean, like, Flick's been pretty invisible. Flick has been surprisingly invisible, but we did see her... Want. We saw her we, get uh, Kez's idol. Get um, Kez's idol, and then she was it. also like to Haley, oh, I do want to work with you, just not now. Which she's, at this yeah. rate, you know, if Flick was ever going to work with Haley, she would have done it by now instead of unanimously think, voting her off. Like, are I you kidding? I think we could see, I think we could see Flick and Haley coming together against George next week, purely because of that move that Haley did. Where Haley went, hey Flick, you have Kez's idol, and Haley was like, ah shit, and George was like, oh I didn't tell you, you must have seen it. 
But like, like okay, I'm, I'm just gonna say, like, if I was Flick, I'd just be more personally pissed off about that. Just, I'd be more personally know, exposing... pissed off. But I think she's gonna. Oh yeah, I could see that. I think I'd be has pissed off about potential. someone. Because if you think about it, George only disclosed it to one other person, or did he disclose it to all of Old Brains? No, he disclosed it to all of Old Brains. Still, Haley then, you know, continued to then expose it to the entire tribe at that point. So now it's again yeah. a public immunity idol. I exactly. don't think anyone's really kept one entirely hidden the entire time. In fact, no, no one has. So I'd be more pissed off no about her doing that. No kept an idol though. hidden the whole time. Yeah. Well, who has idols at the moment? It's only Flick, right? Only Flick, Because right? Haley's exhausted hers. Haley Laura used has hers. exhausted hers. Yeah. Well, the only one um, that was in existence coming into Merge was Haley's, and then Kez found one. Haley used hers, and now Flick has Kez's. So Flick has the idol. And then I guess something else that um, that idol pass... Uh, on that night, what do you think of that? What any opinions on the idol? Pass? I didn't think I you could do that. Controversial. You again? It's okay, it's so another uh, difference. It's, I think with American. I think in American you can't do that. Same as the whole it's an medivac interesting thing. Thing, yeah, because the Australian version has changed a bit because um Nick Idanza or however you pronounce his last name. Uh, shed a bit of light onto it because you can't do it on the American version, and a lot of people no, you were can't. a bit pissed off about it. But what apparently, seems- they changed the rules um, for the All Stars season. In the before the All Star season, they changed for it Australian to you, for Australia, yeah, uh, where you can pass oh. the idol to someone else uh, as long as uh, your torch isn't snuffed. I believe. Yeah, that was the thing. Like, so yeah, my brother was talking about that. Because she did pass it before. She passed it while she was getting a bag, I think. Yeah. Well, it's like, she got okay, a torch. When, when someone gets voted out in Australian Survivor, uh, it's it's not like you must leave Tribal Council area immediately. The Tribal Council area immediately. No, it's, it's like once the votes hug, are read, the decision is final. You do your little cuddles and hugs and tears. Throw your and then you grab your torch in the and fire you go. if you feel like it. <laughs> and go, I just, like, come, okay, I've. I'm not keen on the whole idol passing. I don't I, think that should be allowed. Because I think, it, I think it's it sort of like allowed. a... I think it's sort of like an asterisk in the rules that I think most people didn't think they could do. But, um, you it, know, you never know till you try, which kids did. Because Simon, if Simon knew he could pass, there's no way he wouldn't pass any of his idols. Even if people knew that they had them, it's still no. a tool you can use. I, I don't think he would have passed his idols if he knew about, if he knew. Well, no. I, I don't think he's that petty. I think, no, because I think all of the, um, uh, Nick did say that all of the contestants are briefed extensively on the rules before the show. So I think everybody knew about being able to pass an idol. But also, Why I don't... Why would he do it? I don't think, um... Because, look, he got blindsided. He didn't trust anyone. I don't think he wants to give anyone that pass uh, into um, holding those two idols. And, look, honestly, there's no great way to do it subtly. You know? There's no well, great Kez way did it to fairly do it. subtly. Only George uh, noticed it. Yeah, but, of course, out of everyone to see it, it was George. It's George. So, look, I don't think there's a great <sighs> way to do an idol pass subtly. Because I don't... And, 
I just didn't Unless like you sort it. of go like borderline sexual harassment and like when shove you're it hugging down their someone, pants you shove it something. down their pants. Yeah. Yeah, but no one then we have a season forty of US Survivor on our hands. <laughs> yeah, you can't really do that. But that's the only way I can see someone actually doing it subtly. I, I don't think it should be allowed. I feel like I once don't think the it should be allowed. Red, you I think yeah, once the votes are read. You have been voted out. You're done. And that includes your idol, right? Because the yeah. whole point of them, they could have voted, they could have taken the opportunity to vote out someone who was a bigger threat, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know, say like Danny or something. Yeah. You know, they probably wanted Danny gone more than Kez. Kez was a pretty yeah. nothing player, you know, to be honest. Kez and didn't do own- a whole, She was fun. She, I will give her, she was a very fun person to have around camp. Yeah, but she didn't really do much. She like, didn't do game anything wise. Strategy. Not. She had that one swing vote that move that I still think she should have taken last week, but just didn't. Just didn't. Right. Yeah. Um. But that's the thing. They Haley and the rest of them only voted for Kez to get rid of the idol. But if she can just pass it off, then that's just a wasted vote, really. Because now then, that's someone who just wasn't really a threat to them at all. Yeah. Gone, but the idol's still in play. There were a lot of and people not that like... said that renders flushing an idol useless, but I think there's a bit of miscommunication about what flushing and what blindside no, is. Flushing, flushing is, is you get them to play, to play it correctly. Yeah, yeah, they play it, but they're not in danger. Or I guess you could count flushing as well as splitting a vote on them, and they play it. They still save themselves, but they don't really I, benefit. I wouldn't from them, call that flushing. I wouldn't call it's, that flushing. If the majority it's not vote exactly was flushing, on them, I wouldn't call it yeah. flushing. No, if the majority vote is on that person, uh, then I would not call it flushing because they're at risk. They are in danger. That's just splitting the at... vote to account for the idol. Yeah, but the point is like, oh, true. I guess there's nothing you can do. Flushing is, yeah, flushing. flushing like George's safe, idol was flushed. Blindsiding is, nah, I don't, I don't... I don't know. We it need, a, we need like a dictionary something... for this stuff. Yeah, well, because I think we both sort of came up with a general definition that we agree on with blindsiding. Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah, for sure. It doesn't prevent either of them, but I just think it's not in the spirit of the game. I feel like giving someone an idol at... Cause an idol... Because an idol is considered a personal belonging, right? Yeah, like you can't take it from someone's bag you or can, something. Yeah, exactly. So when you get voted out, when the votes are read, um, that personal belonging is part of your game and it has been yeah. voted out. I just... I saw someone say... Um, Bro, like what if they did... The, uh, yeah, sorry. Like what if this big brain move... What if like, you know, Shannon, when she got voted out the double tribal, just gives someone her bronze buff and they go oh i'm a brawn oh, now like, can they do that now. <laughs> yeah i i remember seeing someone say that her torch hadn't been snuffed and since like the torch represents life she was still technically in the game but come on it's a symbolic it. thing yeah that's it's it. a vi- the torches are a symbolic thing you can't just, like what if someone picked up their torch and just ran while it was still lit are they still in the game those torches are not lit the entire time like come yeah, on, they're only tribal lit at tribals. Yeah, it. I. It's a it's personal sort of like confusing it. It's, just it's sort of like confusing stupid. it for a sort of thing where it's like, oh, like the ball being alive or dead in sports like basketball or cricket or whatever. It's not the same sort of thing, right? It's not. Yeah. You can do this when it's alive and this when it's dead. The torch is just symbolic. It's so you have the cool sort of like, the tribe has spoken. Psh. 
author or forbidden, Danny has spoken. Danny has spoken. That was pretty funny from JLP. That was I good. I love JLP, awesome host. Love him to death. He is amazing. He's good. If I, I want to just follow him around for a day on the set of Australian Survivor, I think he'd be so fun to just observe. But he is, he's an amazing host, and I see a lot of people call him better than, than uh, Jeff Probst. Which is interesting. He's I've more playful than Jeff. Yeah. He's 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 more like I don't know, like more unpredictable than Jeff. But Jeff's just like the classic. He's like the father of He Survivor. is the survivor, yeah. He is Survivor. He's been doing it for twenty years. He is Survivor. I he think is. he was he was thinking about leaving the show, but I think he said um he's the like fans are what the fans are what gets him to stay. Yeah, because I mean, he, just he's not it. young. Yeah, and also just I guess looping back to the idol pass real quick. Apparently, uh, the same thing happened in South Africa. That's what Nick said on his Twitter. I, I don't, don't watch. I the don't South watch Africa. South African. I can ask my brother about. It. I know he's watching South African uh, Survivor on Paramount Plus. Subscribe now. We're not sponsored by Ten, but. <laughs> Oh, we need to chuck the massive watermark in the corner for Paramount Plus that Channel 10 chucks onto all of theirs. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I know it, it's what happened in South Africa. So I think the international versions are getting a bit of variation. But, like... You don't need that. It just makes yeah, it kind of unfair. Not even, like, South Africa did it. So what? I don't think they should be deviating that much from the... Like okay, it's not. I don't, I'm not adverse to deviating from the general format, but it's just random, no, it's just unnecessary unf- changes like this. It's an unnecessary. That make no like, sense. Yeah, it's unfair. That's the point. Like, it's like I don't want to bring like video game references in, but it's just like, yeah. oh yeah, you can add a fun new feature to a game as long as it's balanced, right? This isn't yeah. balanced because there's no point voting out someone with an idol if they can just if pass can it on just to someone give else. It. Just exactly. The whole part of this sting is like, ouch, they got home, they went home and they had an idol, now it's gone, right? And you're like, ouch, they could have done... But like, if they can just save their mate with it, what's the the point? There's just... It's such an unnecessary rule shift. And it's just like... Again, it's so out of the spirit of the game. It... I feel like that's this whole season, though. Yeah, Like, this whole season's just all about trying to do weird stuff. Like... That whole three to five making to one person voting. That was un- pathetic, It wasn't needed. Honestly. It didn't change anything. The only thing it did was gave Andrew an opportunity to sort of make a move for old brain against, um, you know, old... Bro- I just want to say this as well. I'm yeah. so annoyed that this is like the umpteenth season of Australian Survivor in a row where old tribe lines are staying is, strong in merge. Well, we've seen like, George, George and Kara shift a little bit, but no, no, no. Kara has done nothing. George. No, but the point is, I'm saying has... George and Kara voting with old Braun, I still think it's still that sort of old tribe lines because we don't see no, anyone absolutely. from Braun aligning. There's zero mixing. No, it's just like nothing. a little bit of like old brain going over. But other than that, there's like, they're not mixed up, you know? It's just yeah, old tribe. Exactly. And I think that's the problem with having the swap and then merge like a week after that. Yeah, exactly. Because you don't forge these new alliances which then persist into merge. Just the old tribe lines stay strong. It's just like... Yeah. Come on, man. 
I think that just plays into how, not to offend anyone on the cast, just how not great the cast is this year. See, I don't know if it's that. It's also the other notion that there are a lot more people in Australian Survivor and there are a lot more days, which means the, that the, in sorry, order to play the to safest game... Up. Just put something up. The American version has shifted from 16 to 20, has it? Or is it still... Because I know Winners at War was 20. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure what they've done. I know that the length, like the amount of days that they're there has been shortened. I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head what to, but it's been shortened for COVID reasons or something, I think. So I don't think yeah. at least this upcoming season they're going to have a ton of people. Yeah. But I was... My my whole point on like the the bigger cast is that like playing big too early and doing too many sneaky things right from yeah. the start can screw you over as we saw with Haley. Arguably, if it was an American, you know, sixteen person cast, you know, starting to make your moves a little before merge, that's a fine time. But because there's a lot more people it's just a lot safer to play the numbers for a really long time until it gets like the last sort of, you know, eight to 10, the maybe. last few tribals. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why we, it's a recurring theme because we've got 24 people. So it's just a lot safer to play numbers as long as you can and then start building your um, final tribal resume. Yeah. Yeah. Because we've seen, we've seen Haley talk a lot about resumes this week. So yeah, I think it's she... entered the mind. And also I do Haley and Haley and Simon were the only fans of Australian Survivor. Well, like, you know, the ones that have said it. Um that uh yeah, Haley and George Simon said are the it only as well. Has, okay, yeah, George has said it. I'm not sure how much I believe him on that. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Um And he said he'd been watching it since he was eleven, but like Yeah. You know. So I think at the moment in the Merge Tribe, the only person who I see actually playing the game and thinking about Final Tribal is Haley, And it comes into her yeah. winner edit. It comes that, into her winner edit. like That we think she's getting. I wasn't... I, I sort of thought that she was going to come back. Well, that's the other thing as well suspiciously redemption rock came at the exact same tribal council that Haley was very close to getting voted out on yeah the same thing with the whole getting swapped to the other tribe when george was very close to getting voted out on yeah and what about i guess on redemption rock and like swaying it towards Haley a little bit the challenge I looked at that for one second and knew Baden is not doing this. <laughs> I don't think I don't think um, it was biased to anyone. Like that challenge is hard for anyone. Yeah, I think Baden just went about it the wrong way. I mean, we saw Haley I... get into the winning strategy. If you've watched those sort of challenges before, the winning strategy is to not even use the rope. Because what we saw Haley do eventually, and Haley she sort wrapped of wrapped herself that around it. She yeah. locked her legs around it after, like, I think it was, like, 10, 15 minutes. She eventually figured out she could do that. And that seemed yeah. a lot more comfortable than on the then rope. What I just want to say, though... Trying to, like, squeeze his feet onto the rope. Yeah. Yeah. George was chatting so much shit that entire challenge. Because he did not want Haley back at all. 
And yeah, he was just no. like, oh, someone who's raced in multiple Tour de France's versus, you know, a pain researcher or whatever. Like, oh, I wonder yeah. who's going to win this one. Yeah, exactly. It's so funny. It's so funny. And I guess now that Haley is back in, we already have uh, both George and Danny who were very iffy on Haley. Oh no! I would say more than very iffy. Like, yeah, I'm. I'm genuinely curious. I'm. I'm confident she will survive. I'm confident she is getting very far. No, at I'm. Least. I'm confident in that as well. She I just don't know how she's getting player. herself out of this situation. Because the point is, that's the other thing with Redemption Island or Red- Redemption Rock. Redemption is Rock. that people can hate you, and then you leave. And the time you're gone, people's hates and interests move on to other people so that when the time you come back, you're not the target anymore. But Hayley was kind of screwed over because she was the target. She got voted off and she's straight back in. Yeah. No rest in between. So it's like, who's really going to shift to side with her? I'm confident she will survive this. But I don't know how. No, she'll absolutely survive this and it'll be... It's not going to be her surviving the situation. It's going to be her getting rid of the situation. And I think Danny and George uh, should absolutely watch out uh, in the next in the next week because they aren't they're not they're not going to be there for too long now that Haley's back. Haley's a very good social player, um, and also I'd also be weary of Andrew as well because I think Haley is soured towards him a little bit. Well, yeah, because she threw a well. Uh, here's the thing. She threw a vote on Andrew yeah. um, the night she was voted out, but her alliance with all of Old Brain is completely gone because that was a unanimous vote. Everyone wrote down Haley except Haley. Yeah. So it's like, really? where? what can she do at this point? I'm genuinely curious. Like, Old Brain kind of like, I wouldn't say dicks, but it's just sort of like a spineless move to just sort of give up. It's sort yeah. of like, it's 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 big Gladys Berejiklian vibes, you know. Oh, just getting over. political. <laughs> getting political. Okay, well, Gladys. If George is, is on listening. The next he'd love me digging into Gladys right now. He'd <laughs> love that. We can get George on, and you guys can just trash Gladys for a good while. I don't think she's good either. That's but, how um, we'd get him on here. Honestly, yeah. we just bait him like we can, we can you know, t- diss Gladys. Gladys for a while. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I guess them sort of folding back on Haley. Haley was brains at the start, right? Haley was brains. Yeah. So that's why I think this week we're going to see the tribal lines blurred a little more. I'm hoping so because for Haley to continue moving forward, she had that has to happen because yeah. everyone has turned on her, which means anyone is up for an alliance with her, basically. Yeah. Wait. Let me rephrase that. She's up for an alliance with anyone. She'll take whoever she can get. She's said it before. She's scrambling for her life, and she will do it again. Well, she threw George under the bus to scramble for her life, and that didn't work. I guess it's a suitable time to talk about it now. And just George being a politician, and it frustrates the shit out of me so much. He is making... He mentions it every episode now. But the thing is, every time Hayley throws him under the bus... Or interrogates him for, you know, double-crossing 
old He drawn. just dodges it entirely. He does politician non-answers, you know? It's, it's just so like, funny. It's so funny. Like, Emmett, and Emmett's like to him, like, George, is she telling the truth or is she not? And he doesn't say yes or no. And he George just is says, just like, like, I know who's telling the truth. And what's, like, George, is she telling the truth? What matters is that we're all loyal to each other. Because that's what, like, like, come on. Is there any wonder that he's a politician? Like, it's seriously. Funny, it's, he is, like, it's the... <laughs> it is so funny. It's just, I never thought I'd praise George. I'm not praising him because it is so frustrating to watch. But, like, also he gets out of the answers so... I want to see the full tribals because I guarantee there's people in these tribals that are just looking at George and going, like, can you answer the bloody question, mate? The question is, though, who who do you think they're believing? Do you think Haley has sort of won this battle or George? No, I think, I've got, I don't I've think got either thoughts. of them have won this battle. I don't think either of them have won this battle, and I'll tell you why. Haley is public enemy number one. Everyone is against her. She has not won. But also, George has now been outed for not being loyal, and I think his non-answers that George? he's given... No, there's nothing to believe George on because he is like, we've had confirmation that um Haley essentially uh, outed George entirely for not being loyal with her little idol stunt on Flick's idol. So I think people are going to remember that, especially Flick. And it's like, I think George's combination of non-answers and very obvious non-loyalty uh, in the last tribal council, has also lost him the battle. So I don't think anybody has won has won this at all. Here's my take. Yeah. I think even before she outed Flick's idol, they believed her. And here's why, basically. Monday's episode, we see Danny saying, you know, that she's not buying it, that it was luck. There's no way that Haley got both things right by chance, both the person to play the idol on and who to vote for. Yeah. And I'd agree. It's statistically, it's an insane probability that you'd get both. Actually, we could like calculate it right now. Hold on. We're going to calculate oh. the odds. This might not be right. So okay. what was it? A one in five chance of playing the idol on the right person. So that's 0.2 times how many were in the old brain? 12. I'm not old brain, old brawn. Like well, in that alliance, is oh, it? Oh, in in the in the whole alliance. Okay, is it like seven? Yeah, it's seven. Right? I don't know. Maybe it was seven. It was seven at that point because that we had thirteen. Yeah. Right? Um, it probably isn't the best uh, probability um, estimation, but from my calculations here, that's a three percent chance to both play the idol on the right person and then vote out the person with the idol. Actually, it's probably a little higher because Emmett had immunity. No, it's still roughly 3%. Yeah. So I'd agree with Danny. There's no way I'd buy that she got that by chance. And she knew that there was nah, a snitch, right? And when someone comes along and says, this person's your mole, like, I get that Haley's hard to believe at this point that she has sort of done her various blindsides and tricks and whatever. But then, but again, like, why out of all people to throw under the bus would she throw an old brain under? And that's where it comes down. You know, they saw that George and Kara had been talking to old brains. 
They knew that there was a snitch, and when someone says comes and says that one of them was, I don't see any reason why they wouldn't believe that. But the reason they didn't go for him at that point is to keep the numbers, and that's what I think. Yes, it's bad to have the snitch, but if you stamp out your opposing alliance anyway, it doesn't matter what he tells them. Because that's the thing. They don't have any idols anymore. No matter what George tells them from now on, that majority alliance is still going to win in every single vote. So they can just get rid of their opposing alliance and then get rid of their least loyal members. And that's what I think. That's why I don't think he's gone yet. That's fair. That's that's pretty fair. And also, I guess, like, George always now has the option of flipping uh, to the broad majority alliance as well. He's always got that option. Of course, George brings two votes with him because Kara is his little Kara is errant George. girl. Yeah. So I do think, look, I know that George, I know that George is generally safe. In this, well, no, okay, I guess, I, okay, no, I guess with George is that I think everybody on the show uh, has seen how unpredictable and explosive and uncontrollable he is, right? Exactly. Which is why he's at the bottom of that alliance anyway. They literally are only, ta- like, dragging him along for the numbers. Because had he yeah, gone also, with I old think... brain at the start, old brawn wouldn't have had the numbers. It would have been yeah. the other way around. Actually, it would have been 6v5. But still, they wouldn't have had the numbers. And but, no idols as well. Yeah, but also I think George could very easily and is very probably likely to flip to old Braun. Like, I th- I just think it's the most plausible. And of course, I mean, again, he brings two Braun. votes he already, with him. He already is with old Braun. I don't think he's <laughs> with old Braun. I think he's with against Haley. <laughs> he's, no, but... He okay. He was against Hay. No, he's with Old Braun. Otherwise, why would he have voted Laura as well? Oh, like in yeah. that first tribal. No, he's with them because yeah. he was with them in the tribe swap, and then he has a vendetta against people trying to vote him out or being disloyal or whatever from yeah. Old Brain, and he's just like, I don't like you guys anymore. <laughs> exactly. Well, he's already got his vendetta with Rachel sorted. And just about everyone else. I'm not going to say he's playing a bad game or anything. It's just confusing. And some of his mannerisms annoy me slightly. I will be more than happy to say he's playing a bad game. I won't discredit him because he's getting this far. He, at a point, was using old brain as his own little puppet thing. I will admit he's done some some good things. But his and just general control. attitude... Yeah. He did I'm control the majority alliance on the swapped brain as well. Yeah. So he has that ability, and he has sort of exercised that. But his general philosophy... I don't agree with. His ethics, would you say? <laughs> not necessarily ethics. It's not like he's unethical. <laughs> if anything... He's too ethical. It's just the way think he he's thinks. Ethical. I don't think well, he's too told... ethical. I think he's, he allows himself to not be ethical, but when other people aren't ethical, he flips completely. But that's what I mean about his philosophy. His whole belief is 
you have to stick by your word no matter what in a game of lies and deceit. Yes, he has excluded himself from that rule, evidently with what we saw happen on Sunday's episode. But, you know, it's just like... I still don't like the way he values loyalty above all, you know? Yeah. I, That's not how the game works. I think... I honestly would be happy to say he plays a pretty not great game because, but like, look, it's worked for him. Good on him. His game is working. I just don't think it's very good. And it's just primarily because he, one, he pitches himself as the most unlikable person ever, but people keep him around. Well, but he's got enough power to keep himself around. And two, he has no foresight to his decisions um with anything he just has no foresight he doesn't look beyond the next tribal he's always just looking at what will immediately satisfy him at that moment and i think that foresight is really going to act oh there there is only one king on this on this tribe and it is me like oh god He's just so unlikable i don't know if he's like this in real life or he's amping it up for the show or if it's complete editing tricks and they're somehow picking out the most unlikable bits for him. But he's just so unlikable in this show. And I saw an article, I didn't click it, I didn't read it, because I looked at the headline and thought it was stupid. It was, um, King George has become the most likable celebrity te- re- reality TV villain. And I was just like, nope. Likable? <laughs> yeah. I don't see where the- I'll have to read that article. Um... For someone the, to be a all... likable villain, you've got to empathize with them. I don't empathize with this man. I don't empathize all. with George at all. I like when his head is on the chopping block. Every time his head has been on the chopping block or his name has been mentioned, I've just been screaming, just like, do it, get rid of him. Have exactly. it done with. But like his game is just so I don't think he has control of his game because he never knows what's happening. Then I feel like if you asked him at any point in um it, during the game what do you think what's your what's your big plan what are you thinking for the next couple tribals his answer will either be i don't know we'll see when we get there or it'll be something that doesn't happen at all because he changes his strategy completely based on who pissed him off that day but here's the thing and i hate to say it and it's probably very unlikely at this rate but if he yeah. somehow ends up at final tribal with kara no he wins no. right it's not probably happening. not going to happen that way. But the point is, if he's if he's lined up, even if he goes there with, like, say, like, Gerald or something, or even Flick at this point, because he's just shaking things up more than either of them. I, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with you. But also, we've seen with Russell Haynes, you can do so much in the game and be the biggest prick in the universe and not get any votes at the end. But Russell didn't... Like, was he really, like good game-wise, or was he just a massive dick that somehow step, stuck around to the end? No, I think... I think he... I haven't... I don't know too much about the American Survivor seasons he was in. I haven't seen too much about it, but from what I've heard and what I've read, he's he's doing sort of exactly what George did. Well, does. Maybe. I, uh, I don't think they're I, really I, comparable. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw George fall into the Russell Haynes trap of getting to Final Tribal... And then everyone being like, you were rude and disloyal. I, I don't want to vote for you. 
like I I I guess like if you don't think they're comparable, you probably know a bit more about it than I do. But just by the sounds of things, it feels like George is Australia's Russell Haynes. The the slight difference comes in that he's sort of got the whole underdog story going for him. Everyone wanted him, wanted him going from the start, and he seems like kind of like you know that little dude trying to fight his way to the top. Yeah, I don't think Russell had any of that. Russell's just sort no, of Russell, Russell definitely didn't, and was just a yeah. dick from the start. Meanwhile, George has been fighting from the bottom the entire time. And I think that's the only thing he has going for him, like against say Russell is the fact that some jurors mate at the end go, Oh, like, look at this guy. Like he's sort of worked his way up from almost getting booted first, second night to, you know, final tribal council. And some people may respect that. We don't know. You can't predict these things. No, no. I, I guess I I guess he does have that going for him and that'll that works wonders in uh, final tribal council as we've seen in previous Australian survivor seasons like we had Shane uh, have that underdog story we had was Pierre an underdog I think every Australian survivor win except for David has been an underdog story I wouldn't say Pierre was an underdog story I think Pierre was fairly comfortable from the start. She was just okay, more... yeah, she had her she had Janine for the most part. Yeah, she yeah. just rode with Janine the entire time and then when Janine went, she was all that was left. It was that season I I call it, it was a goat versus goat basically at the end. Neither Pia yeah. nor Baden had really done anything, but I guess Pia was the, you know, better of the two. I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah, no, I no, I agree with that. I think Pia probably... I think Pia did do some gameplay moves. And she sort of, like... She showed she could defend for herself once Janine was gone. But I think Janine was a major catalyst in bringing her to that point. For and sure. I like she Janine literally, all, but, Yeah, she just you know. followed Janine basically the entire time for as long as she could. And then yeah. Janine got picked off. You know, the godmother... Yeah. Is that what they and, called but, her? They called her yeah, something like but that. But Janine didn't then... have any strategy either. Her strategy was just to get votes. Yeah. <laughs> she had no idle strategy. She had no challenge strategies. She didn't have anything. Her strategy was just get majority. Keep majority. That's it. Bro, it's just like owning shares in Boost Juice. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. But I think... Okay, I guess except for David and Pia, every Australian Survivor winner has been an underdog story. And I guess um, that's what wins. It's yeah, what like if wins. Haley makes it. If Haley makes it to the end at this point, shit, that's the biggest underdog story. Even bigger than George, because that's I've gone, I've come back while everyone still hated me, and I've made it this far. That's true underdog, right? Yeah, yeah. I just and she is getting that winner at it. I don't know. She totally I feel is. like her underdog story. I I do I do say that with Haley, but I just wonder if the underdog story will be enough to carry George through because I don't think it will. I be. don't think it is. I'm 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 like this is one of the biggest points that my brother and I disagree on. Is the efficacy of George's game? He genuinely thinks George has it in him to win. I am no convinced otherwise. Yes, he's done some decent stuff. But it's not winning stuff. I don't even know what he's going to say at Final Tribal Council. What's he going to say? He's going to give non-answers. He's just going to be more politician. politician Yeah. 
that's yeah, really the like, most we're going like, to see. And that from just him. won't work. That won't work at final. Tri- if he gets to final tribal council, a politician method of answering questions isn't going to do him good. Well, that's the other thing. When it becomes, I don't know if anyone will ever be totally convinced that he did snitch, but if people are, and it does definitively come out that he, you know, was lying the entire time, his answers and his behavior at that tribal council and around that situation where he's just like, Haley will do anything to win. Like, I think that'll reflect really badly on him. Yeah. Yeah. But... I guess also just while we talk about final tribal council, are you still happy with your final three prediction? I think it's I think it's changed to final two now. I think with the because Chelsea medi back, yeah, and not not to mention the sports bet thing, which again. we won't mention right now. Because, We're not going to mention the people. Yeah. I th- the big point of me thinking it was final three is because we had the winner odds and then two odds that were similar, and then the next odds were like five bucks higher than that. But yeah. now it's changed where there's the winner odds, then runner-up odds, and then third after that. Now there's a big leap between second and third. Oh, so wait. Point, yeah. Are, wait, are you talking about actual sport? Have you looked I'm at I'm talking it? about the actual odds. I, okay. I I checked the like the moment Chelsea got medivaced, yeah. and it had changed. Is Chelsea um, part of jury? No, she's not. I don't think so. Baden's Baden's the only the jury member. Have you seen what the jury villa looks like? Well, I can't really call it a villa. It's just basically like a no, a motel. <laughs> not surprised. There's this, there's this photo of Blame. Baden on this like basketball court, and it's just yeah. like the life. It's it's, it's just, just like a holiday. Had... Well, because the whole thing of like if you're a juror in like one of like the tropical seasons, you get this nice little tropical villa that you stay in, right? And it's like a little yeah. holiday. It's like a little but outback I'm... motel, yeah. Yeah, it's an outback motel. So it's not, you know, the it holiday Baden like was hoping camp. for. It, looks like it really school... does. That's what I think. Like the fence and like just like the basketball court and just everything just is like yeah. major school camp vibes. It get... It is school camp. <laughs> and like Ponderosa, the jury villa when it was in Fiji, that was a really lovely looking holiday. <laughs> exactly, and this is not so much. Yeah, arguably you're better off not being a juror at this point and just straight up going home after getting eliminated. Yeah, yeah. No, I I still think it would be kind of relaxing, but I guess I, you wouldn't be kicking yourself for not making jury if you were hoping for a holiday. Yeah, well, the other thing right now is, at least for the time being, Baden's on his own there. Like, he doesn't really have anything to do, anyone to talk to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Other than just shoot some hoops in that basketball court. (laughs) Surely road to dunking. (laughs) (laughs) Which we won't elaborate on, but surely road to dunking. Um, But (laughs) I have killed Evan. That was funny. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess, um, was there anything else we needed to mention this week? Because honestly, this week, the only thing that really happened was merge, and then we only had one person, well, two people go home. Three Chelsea, I guess. Three Chelsea. Um, Um, Two actual tribals, I guess. Well, like, two eliminations. Two eliminations. Two eliminations. I Uh, guess, 
Yeah, there isn't much to talk about other than that, I guess, is there? I mean, if we're on the topic of Survivor, you know, branching off from Australian Survivor a little bit, I just want to talk with it because I haven't even had, I haven't even, I haven't even talked to you about this. Okay. Because you keep, you keep brushing it off and that's Roblox Survivor or Outlaster as it's called on there to avoid any copyright. Like, like they, they, they changed everything, right? Yeah. Like idols are now just called advantages. Like, of course, the game's called Outlaster instead of Survivor. Yeah. Um, tribal councils are just called eliminations. Immunity is called safety. That's the weirdest thing to me. Ugh. Everything's just changed to, I guess, avoid as much <laughs> copyright potential as possible. Yeah. They do make money off this, right? They do. They do. They have the Robux. <laughs> they have the Robux. Yeah. That's the thing. I couldn't convince... I couldn't convince you to play with me, which just is really sad because it's it's genuinely like a good, yeah. I wouldn't say good, but it's a decent. Uh, I think it, no, I, I know that night you texted me to play, and I just wasn't feeling it. I think. I kept trying to get you to play with me, and you were like, "Yeah, maybe later," and that never came. Which about, you know, jokes we'll on you. Definitely do it. Yeah, the three of us that were playing made it to final tribal, and I all won. All three of you. All three nice. of us. I won. Ooh. Surely, um, sure. Okay, I think we said this before we started the podcast. Not this episode, just the entire thing. Uh, we were gonna do a live stream for the finale. Yeah. Surely we do we it live like, as stream it's playing. Yeah, the pre-show <laughs> is us playing Roblox Survivor, playing and Ro- then we watch the finale. If we can get anyone on. In the off chance that anyone, in the off chance that Phil follows up on his word, on the off chance that Simon follows is up satisfied, uh, yeah. we could play out. <laughs> we could play Outlaster with them. The problem is like the problem with Outlaster is there's zero time before tribals or at tribals to even like talk strategy. Worry. I literally, I had, I found an idle clue and I literally didn't even have time before every single tribal to go to the other side of the island and get it right because that's the way it works like your idle clues you just find them in a bush yeah and then it's basically just a compass to where an idol's hidden yeah I literally didn't have time you know literally trying to speed run to this idol every single time I did not have time to go get it (laughs) it was such bullshit right and this and the other thing as well you literally only have 20 seconds to talk strategy and there's no strategy it's literally like you private message someone you go hey you want to work with me if you're lucky they'll respond and say sure yeah and then that point you literally just tell them okay we're voting this person tonight okay we're voting this person tonight and if you do that to a couple people literally all you need is three to get majority because no one talks to each other so everyone just votes randomly. Everyone just votes randomly or who they want to go. But if you yeah. literally get alliance an alliance of three or four, you win every single vote. And that's what I that's what we did. Yeah. Know, three of us playing together that one game. But the first game I played, I was totally by myself. And I literally just messaged a couple people like, Hey, do you want to work with me? And they're like, Yeah, yeah sure. And then it's just like phew, easy. But the thing with that is you get no jury votes. Because there's zero time to pitch your game to the jurors, and that's if any stick around. Because what happens yeah, is they just leave once they're voted off. They just leave when they get voted off and onto the jury. They just leave the game and join a new one. 
So that's there's usually hilarious. only one jury member, and that's the last dude that was voted off before Final Tribal, who just sticks around because it's literally like another two minutes that they have. So to it's go. pitching to the one person. But you don't have time to pitch. There's no time to pitch. It yeah. literally goes straight from that Final Tribal. They get voted off, and then it's a cut scene to the, when the jurors vote, and then it cuts straight to like their makeshift stage for the finale where they read the votes. Yeah. Which is why they introduced this sort of like bullshit system where it's like extra votes, which you get for doing various things, like the person who won the most immunity challenge or the person who received the least it's amount so of stupid. votes or the person who got the most amount of votes correct. And by correct, they mean voting on the person that ended up actually going out. Yeah. Um, which is incredibly easy to do if you just like these. We'll like, I don't to know. Another person. I don't know how old these people are. 12. That, that play it <laughs> but half the time they'll just do what you say it's, it, it, <laughs> it's like Kara <laughs> it's like Kara they're all Kara and that's the funny thing except there was there was one game that one game when um, all three of us were playing together and we, we won I literally messaged about like five different people hey you want to work together hey you want to work together hey you want to work together not one even responded and half the people oh as well, God. when you whisper to them, they don't know that that feature exists. So they say like, <laughs> no, they say, they, say like, the they say like, yeah, sure. In the public chat. Right. Or like one time I whispered oh to someone God. and I was like, Hey, you want to work together? And just in the public like chat in the public channel, they just go, who me? And it's just like, Whoa, <laughs> are you serious? That is insane. And for we'll that definitely reason, do that. for that reason, Discord survivors, in my opinion, are yeah. a lot better. I was just about to ask you, Discord or Roblox or Zoom? I think for me it would be Zoom, Discord, Roblox. Zoom, I've Discord, Roblox, Roblox. Although the Roblox challenges, I'd say, are better than the rest. Because what, oh, no, what you do for challenges in the other ones is, like, there's no theming about it. There's no survivor theming about it. You're basically just looking for games online or something or whatever. Like type racer, yeah. even. Because I've seen uh, um, a live stream. There's this YouTuber, Leo Vader. I'm not sure if you've watched any of his videos, but he no. live streams Roblox Survivor every Sunday. And I've seen <laughs> some of the challenges on... Well, it's not specifically Roblox Survivor, but yeah. I've seen the challenges, and they're like actual Roblox games that actually require skill. They require so, skill. They're sort of like, like Survivor challenges Accessible to Roblox. everyone. Yeah. Accessible. And they're pretty fun, if I do they're, say so like, myself. physical challenges. Well, there are physical and puzzle challenges, which is crazy. And by yeah. physical, it's more like obstacle courses Wrong. and jumping yeah. and stuff. And uh, the puzzles are actually just like either do this maze or go find this thing yeah, or like copy this pattern or whatever. Or like there's like a code thing you have to, I don't know. Yeah. But they're, they're, genuinely, good chal- they're genuinely good challenges. But every other aspect of the game, not so Bit great. Iffy. I think you'd need to have like, you need to have like people actually dedicated to it. So you can get a private server, but you'd need to get enough people in. But at that point as well, I think you can change the times to allow more time to discuss votes and all that. Yeah. Because there really needs to be way more time to discuss votes. Okay. I guess um, for the Australian Survivor producers, if COVID hits in queensland harder and they can't film the new season just get all the applicants on roblox and film a season just get them all on roblox yeah yeah because <laughs> it's That'd not be that fun. bad yeah. everyone memes on roblox but it's like 
I haven't that this, bad of an experience. Roblox Survivor ones. They don't look too bad. I saw um, I saw something where like it was like Roblox. It was Roblox Survivor, but they edited like an entire actual Survivor episode around it. It's so, like they there was some there was like an actual camera crew, like people dedicated to filming it, and like getting one, confessionals and everything. Well, the one episode that I saw, the one thing I saw of it recently, I don't know if you know the YouTuber Alpharad, but he literally I've like a, the day after. I had my little Roblox Survivor thingy. He literally posted a video on it where he got a whole bunch of people to play it. So it was just like, wow, the timing. Like, we live in a simulation, man. Yeah. Elon Musk was right. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we'll have to play Roblox Survivor. That'll we'll have to. Fun. You have to yeah. jump on with me. Jump we'll on with it. me now, after the episode, surely. We actually could. That would be kind of fun. We should do <laughs> get that. Some, we'll get some other people in as well. Yeah. But um, I guess anything for next week you wanted to say? I think the tribal lines will be blurred. Haley I'm hoping will so. definitely be one to watch. I think George, Danny, and Haley are in a little feudal triangle. Uh, tribal lines will be blurred, and my, my number one is still Flick. <laughs> All I'm going to say is I genuinely have no clue what's going to happen. I'm I'm stumped. I don't know how Haley's going to get yeah. out of what a, whatever situation she is in. I don't know who's going to be going next. I don't know who the target's going to be on. I don't know if George is going to be targeted. I don't know if Danny's going to be targeted. I don't know if Emmett's going. I have no idea. I genuinely have no clue. Yeah, and I like that. I like that. I, I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Okay. I just want to just like make one extra note that yeah. The editing again, oh, is slightly frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I don't think Kez really got. I think that's what it was kind of like a blindside on us that Kez, Kez got, got a out. fair bit of screen time. No, she didn't. Not really. Not until she found that idol and she got voted no, she, off. She's always had a little bit of. She's always been a like. Okay, maybe not as. I'm much. talking specifically on the episode Thanks. she got voted out because the one thing I wanted to say is, like the episode Baden got voted out. Like, bang, first confessional of the episode is Baden. Yeah. And we see more of him, more than we've ever seen of him throughout the entire... That's the other thing. The moment we see Gerald get a confession, he's gone. Yeah. I think Gerald... I think I saw some statistic where, like, Gerald, at this point, at least in Australian survival... Has not received a single one. Has had the longest gap between confessionals. Like, by the time he gets his next one, that'll be the longest gap in Australian Survivor episode-wise between confessionals. Really? So that's what I'm saying. Jesus. With the way the editing trends are going, the moment we see Gerald have a confessional, he's going home that episode, and there's no it'll other like, way around it. It'll be like All-Stars flick. She got one confessional and she was gone. Yeah. yeah. It's just predictable well, George, editing. Wait, not George. Gerald hasn't received a single vote. His name has never been tossed out there either. No. Which is cool, because I love Gerald. He's so nice. He's the most It's, awesome it's just because he's so nothing. Ever. It's just like he's just there. He's so sweet. I, yeah, I have a bit a nice of a person. theory about Gerald. I think he's been injured somehow, but just it's not severe enough to bother about. I think he's been injured. What makes you think that, though? What makes you say that? <laughs> I, I think his... His just physical gameplay, like in challenges, 
it just hasn't been what it was, I'd say, in the first two weeks, first two or three weeks. I think week four and five, we've really seen his physicality dip a lot more. We haven't seen many pure strength ones, though. No, that's true. But also, I just think, like... And also, the main sort of catalyst that made me think that is, you know, the challenge where... I think it was the challenge for the nachos or something. I don't know. Did they have a challenge for nachos? I'm not sure what it was. But it was where they were well, holding they the, the, things the, in the cloches. bars. Yeah, the, the bars. And then they were loading the sandbags onto them every, like, 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. That, that was... I think that... No, that was the sweets one, I think. The... Yeah, okay. Maybe? It was, okay. It was it was the sweets. That, but that bar, it came off him a bit funny by the looks of it. And he looked he you reckon that looked hurt him? a bit. I think that hurt him. Mm. And I also think his um I, I don't want to say his ego his self-esteem. I think that's sort of hit him ever since he lost the um bucket challenge. Where you I could pass so them around. He- he was really cut about that. Yeah, I think his self-esteem has taken a hit. And I think that bar with the sandbags challenge, I think that's injured him a little bit physically. It's just really hard to know because that's the last time he got a confessional, that episode. Yeah. It's difficult to know, but I, 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 I just have this vibe that he's injured himself a little bit. Possibly. But, um... Hopefully he doesn't get medevaced because that'll be the third medevac if he does of the season. Well, not a vac, only one evac. Third time someone's well, been removed for medical reasons. Yeah, and I think this late into in the game, I think this is where it would get really unfair to remove people. Yeah, like it already. Oh, Chelsea wasn't in any danger, but again, she missed a tribal just like Georgia did previously. So, but I guess at least she didn't return. <sighs> and Danny was a bit cut up about. Chelsea as well. I noticed that. Because I guess her and Chelsea were really good friends. I never really saw that. They never got a whole lot of screen time together. They got all, It was there. But I didn't expect I, Danny to be as broken up about it as she was. I don't want to be mean, but quite yeah. honestly, I don't care. Like, Oh, God. Okay. You might have been friend. I guess, like, yeah, there's value in having a friend while you're stuck out there for that long. But yeah, game-wise... It's not a loss at all. I wouldn't be too cut up about it. She wasn't yeah. really strong in any aspect. I sound like Fair such enough. a dick, but like I'm just trying to be like honest here. Like she never I'm... really brought anything especially special to the I wouldn't call her a dead weight. I wouldn't call her bad. But like no, she she's was just, just sort like of middling. Like there. She was just there. The same the same as yeah. like Gerald. Like they're just they're just there. Yeah. But um, I guess we'll see how Gerald fares next week. We'll see how I think it goes. We'll, next week. we'll wait to see yeah. what happens next week. So yeah. on that note, I guess we'll wrap it up here. Thanks for watching. If you did make it this far, you know, um, contact us. You know, feel free to get in touch. Mail at evanandfreddy.com or yeah. the Twitter. You know, hit us in Twitter DMs at Evan and Freddy. We have our absurdly um, expensive Patreon that I don't think we've even published an episode early to because we always end up recording them on like a Friday night usually. And no one's a patron to it anyway, so there wouldn't be yeah. a point. But um, um, thank you very much for sticking with us five weeks in. And we'll see you next Saturday 
for more Australian Survivor. Stay safe. See you guys. See you later.